Amen. Sorry, sorry, Mark. I feel like I need a, I need a, a, a what's a, a purse? What's a man, man's purse, right? A fanny pack or something. I look at me up here, huh? Wait one second. I'll, I'll be I'll, if you're watching online, and I'll be right back. What's that? What's that, Ray? A, a, a messenger bag. Is that? That sounds better, doesn't it? It sounds better than a purse, right? I need a messenger bag. I was thinking about a pigeon for some reason as you said that. I don't know why. So, Hey, anyway, you know what time it is? Hey, it's time to give. Praise the Lord. Um, if you need to tithe an offering, slip, slip up your hand tonight, and uh, I'll make sure the ushers um, help get that to you. And, um, you know, just uh, over the last few weeks, I've had people share some testimonies with me uh, uh, about how God has blessed them, not only in their giving, being able to give, but also how God has prospered them in, in with jobs, promotions, things like that. And, uh, you know, I know that we serve, um, we serve a God. <laughs> we do certainly serve a God of miracles, amen, and a God of blessing, and he wants to bless you, amen. And um, so, you know, just even, you know, I, I want to remind you, um, remind the body of Christ, you know, be diligent, be diligent, be purposeful, purposeful in your giving, you know, and, you know, what should you expect when you give? You should expect a harvest. Amen. And, you know, one of the things that we, we have seen just this year alone at KC West Virginia is we've seen a harvest of souls. Amen. And, uh, you know, our giving, our giving fuels that and it supports the number of people that have been won to Christ this year. So I'm very thankful. I'm thankful for a giving church. I'm thankful for a church that's prospering, that's moving forward. Amen. And uh, I know 2022 is going to be our best year yet. And, uh, you know, I, I will say that as a church, just, um, you know, uh, we're kind of going into year three right now, or we're kind of in what year, I don't even know what year we're in, but every year the church has increased in its giving. And, you know, what I love about our church, as we increase in our own giving as a church, you know what that means? We support more missions work. We support more international works because as we increase, our money is also shared to share the gospel around the world. Amen. And it's a, it's a great thing to be a part of, and uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to say that this church is running in the black and will stay in the black. Amen. Isn't God good? God is a good, he is a good God. Amen. So if you're ready to give, there's four ways you can give. You can make uh, checks payable to KC online. Text to give, that is uh, 77977 if you're a tech person. And uh, I don't know that I'm still doing that. I don't know if my wife is or not. But, but hey, praise, praise the Lord. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing. So it's, it's a wonderful thing to have the avenues to be able to give, especially for a generation that uses technology the way that the, way that the younger people do. I, I'm not old, but uh, you know, I'm just saying the younger people like my daughter's age and stuff. So, hey, praise God. Let's give. So let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for tonight. I thank you, Lord, that, God, you are a God of promotion. I thank you, Father, that, Lord, uh, that you're a God of increase, Father, that, Lord, e even tonight, that there are people here that are choosing to be the head and not the tail. So, Lord, I thank you, Father, for people that bring their tithe, bring their offering to the storehouse to see the kingdom of God advance. Lord, Lord, this day, and Lord, even in future days to come. And so, Lord, we're grateful and thankful for your plan, your wonderful plan of prospering us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. I even had a pen in my hand. I'm doing good. Hey, if you, if you have your Bibles, I, I want you to go to two places. I want you to go to Isaiah 55. Why don't you go to Isaiah 55, and uh, I want you to mark Hebrews 12 in your Bible as well. Hebrews chapter 12. 
Everybody get that marked? Amen. So let's go to Isaiah 55. Um, and I, I want to just, uh, I want to read verses uh, 8 and 9. And um, I read this this past weekend. And it's kind of a little bit of a theme that I'm running. I, I know I'm, uh, I'm, I'm preaching on a series. And, and this is kind of a little bit of a fallout, some of the things that I've been studying. But, uh, you know, as I shared with you guys, um, you know, uh, one uh, last Friday, um, Friday morning, the Lord really just spoke to me. And uh, I felt for the church you know, to begin to share to share a message um, that you were born to win, that, you know, we as the church were, were born to win. And and one of the things that, that the Lord has really drawn my attention to is, is really this scripture. And that's Isaiah 5, uh, 55, 8 and 9. And this is what it says. The word of the Lord says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now, if you have your Bibles, go over to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore we also, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with the endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy... That, that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Father, tonight, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for divine, uh, you, Lord, for, for divine direction, Father. And I pray that, Lord, even tonight, as we're in your word, as, as we're meditating upon your word in this short amount of time tonight, Father, I pray, God, that you speak to your people. Speak to the saints tonight, Father. You know, Lord, Lord let them leave here. You know, Lord, with direction and a plan, Lord, for, for things that are to, are to come. So, Father, we thank you for your word. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I, I love this. I, I love the context of this scripture because, you know, when it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever had some maybe junk thoughts. I don't know anybody ever had some junk thoughts. You know, my God's, th my God's thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Amen. So, you know, e e even, even just have you ever had good thoughts? Well, yeah, I'm sure everybody in here has had some good thoughts. But what I want you to understand is that God's thoughts even are higher than, than when you personally feel you know, I, I know Minister Lee and I'm not putting him on the spot, but he's been fasting for a few days. And you know, I when I walked in, I could see a, there. You know, you can you can see things in people sometimes when they're fasting. And you know, and it, he just he just smiled at me, and I, and I was like, "You're fasting, aren't you?" And he was like, "Yeah." And, but you you know, but you know, even in that, God's God's thoughts, His ways are higher than our ways. I don't know that didn't. I'll tie that back in later. God's thoughts, His ways are higher than our thoughts. Amen. For the heavens are higher than the earth. Amen. So we know that the heavens, they're, they're higher than the earth's ways. So, but this is one of the keys that I want you to take away tonight is that God, God sets us up here so that we can begin to be partakers of the things that which are promised on, on earth. You know, the Bible says that we can pull things down from heaven. Amen. That when we pray, you know, when, when we pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed will be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we have the ability to be able to pull those things down from heaven. But one of the things that I want you to understand is that, you know, 
God's people, it's important. You, you will hear a lot of, of, of vision preached out of the house. And if you're a part of a KC, you, you hear vision. You're very much a part of vision. But one of the things that, that you, you know, that in vision, you, you can have vision. Let me, let me stop here a second. You can have vision and walk in, and, and you can see the vision. But if you don't have the divine direction and how to obtain the vision or walk out the vision, guess what? Your life is going to be a frustration. You're, you're, you're going you're to stumble through life if you don't have clear direction. You know, one of the things I love about Hebrews chapter 12 and, 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 verse, uh, and verse 2 here, when it talked about, you know, uh, let us run with the endurance, the race that is set before us. Let us run. Let it, you know, in other translations, you know, let us run with patience. You know, guys, listen, we're in a world where people are running as hard as they can run, and they're not going anywhere. They're, 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 they act like their pants are on fire, and, but, but they're not going anywhere. You know, they, they, they will run circles around them, their own selves. You know, think about it. Think about a runner that sets up for a race when everybody takes off and that runner runs backwards. Now, I remember one time when I was, uh, I was coaching T-ball. I had this little guy up to the plate, and, you know, he, he's, he's never hit the ball. You know, he hadn't, he hadn't hit the ball one, one time, and then all of a sudden he hit the ball. It, did go, it didn't go very far, but you know what direction he ran? He ran the wrong way. He ran towards third, but everybody was screaming, and you, no, 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 go the other way, go the other way, and he just kept on running, and he rounded third, and he was going to second. You know, and he, he just kept on running. He never slowed down, and, you know, we're like, just let him go. Just let him keep running. You know, I think he cleared all the bases the wrong way. But you, you understand something. That's what people will do a lot of times. They'll, they'll step up to the plate. They feel like they got vision. And then they run the wrong way because they don't have any direction in their life. And so what I want to get into tonight is I, I want to talk about divine direction. Because, you know, listen, you, you, everybody is set to run a race in life. Listen to me. Everybody in here is set to run a race. But what I want you to understand, that when you're born again, the race of life that you're running, there, there, there is a lot of things that you have access to. But Christians leave a lot of things on the table because they're running backwards a lot of times. They're, they're, they're retreating. They're, they're not seeking divine direction. Are you guys with me? Because it's so important that we, that we as the body of Christ can begin to see this. So, you know, my, my question for you, what's your race look like? Write it down. Just, just write that down. Now, make a mental note. Put it on your phone. What, what's, what does your race look like tonight? This is, I guess, more of a teaching tonight. I, you know, but because, because there are certain questions that you have to ask yourself as a child of God. You know, I, I, I look around in this room, and I see people advancing. I see, I see God promoting. I see people advancing in the kingdom, and that's a, that's a wonderful thing. But, you know, but you have to answer this question. What does my race look like? And, you know, in the second part of that, what, what, how and where do, well, third, three, how do I want to finish the race? And, and where am I at in the race? You know, and I, and I, and I feel like sometimes, like, we, we, you know, we have to get personal with God. Because if, if we're going to have a divine direction and we're going to pursue God, you know, we, we, have to, we have to go to the Lord with some serious things. What's my life look like? It, 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 is my tomorrow going to look like today? You know, maybe you had a bad day today. I don't, I, I don't wish that upon anybody. But maybe your day, maybe you had a blood day. I, I, sometimes you can have a blood day. But you know what? I, I'm under the belief that you should never have more than one. <laughs> 
You know, go to bed early, get some sleep, wake up, praise God in the morning. And, and, and that day, you're, you're never going to get that day back. You guys with me? You're, you're never going to be able to, to get that day back. So you pick yourself up, you smile, you wake up, you praise the Lord, amen. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't feel like I have bad days. I, I, you know, you know and I think a lot of it's because I wake up and I pray. I, I open my days up with prayer. And something happen, happens when you open your days up with prayer and thanksgiving, you know, it will set the course for your day, amen. And so there are certain things that you can do to keep divine direction moving forward in your life. Amen. You know, prayer happens to be one of them. If you're, you're a part of a KC church, I guarantee you there's not. There, every pastor talks about the importance of prayer. Because it's one of the things that drives KC. Because without prayer, there is no KC. You know, and that was the, the, the greatest, the, one of the greatest things that were ever, you know, Dr. Ever shared with me when I first met him. You know, I asked him, you know, that was a, always a personal thing. If I ever sat down with anybody, you know, what's the greatest thing or greatest miracle, greatest something you've ever seen God do? I, I'm just curious. And, you know, and I've had several people give me different answers. The eyes were healed. Eyes were opened or, you know, a, a great miracle. And, uh, you know, he and he looked at me and he said, prayer. Prayer, And so I, I begin to understand something even in that, that there, there was a divine direction given to a church some, I don't even know, back in the 90s. And here we are some 30 years later because of prayer, because of that direction in, given, to, given to, from his father to him, that divine direction has shifted a whole church. Amen? So you, you guys get this because, because listen, there, there are things that you can be given in life that can shift and turn your whole life. Amen. Prayer happens to be one of them. Individually, uh, you know, individual prayer is a, a very important. You know, don't forgo individual prayer. You, you need that in your life. We corporately pray in the morning time. We're, we're praying over multiple things, but don't forgo even that individual time. It's very critical. It's very important. You know, Vision, you know, you know is that David Oedepo says this, and I, I remember he talks about vision, and he says that vision is the, un, the unfolding of God's master plan. So we have to have vision. But like I said, you, you can stay in a place of vision and just walk in vision. I, I got a vision. I got a vision. But never move into, never move into an area where you have direction. You know, it's like I can have, you can have the same goal for 10 years. You, you guys, I, you know, you can have the same weight loss goal for ten years. You you can you can have the same you you can have the same goal for ten years. But if you get this, because if you're if you're not getting direction on howing how howing howing how how to fulfill that purpose, you're you're never going to get there. Is this making sense to anybody? Okay, everybody, just just checking in with you guys tonight. You know, Hosea 4, 6, you know, it, you know, it says this, this is my people are destroyed for a lack of vision. So you have to understand you need vision in your life. But once vision comes, now you need to, now you need to move into an area where you are beginning to get direction to know how to fulfill the vision. Amen. This is a this is a vision. You're part of a church that's, you know, our vision, the one, four, five vision fits in the, the 12, 120 vision. So you, you do hear a lot of vision preached. But, you know, the one thing about vision, we're not staying and camping out in 145. Amen? We're, we're not staying there. We're, 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 going to, we're going to see that God's giving us, the, you know, he's giving us the direction, the, the ways to be able to accomplish that so that we can go to the next level in our vision. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. 
So guess what I'm talking about tonight? I'm talking about direction. Because it's important that we all have direction. Amen? You know, let's, let's, use, um, let's use preaching as an example. Uh, you, you could use business even as an example. I know you're, you're doing the business stuff, and, um, and you, you could even use business. Um, you know, say, you know, God has called you to preach, right? You, you feel, you feel, you, you've been saved by God, and, and you now feel a call to preach the word of God. You, you just feel it. You know, I'm telling you, because you can feel that. You can feel, I feel this way. I feel like God's called me to preach. But without a plan, you'll never get to the place of where you're preaching. You, you guys follow me? Because so you have to understand, now, now, now are the steps. Now are the steps to put the vision in place. And uh, so you can use, uh, you know, preaching, um, you know, preaching as, as an example, your calling or your, or, or your vision. You know, God can call you. He can call you into business. He can call you to, he can call you to be, uh, you know, he can call you to be a, a life group leader. He, he can call you into a variety of different things. You know, I remember one time just thinking about calling, and I, I was having a conversation with a, with a guy. His, uh, his wife worked for a major ministry. And, uh, and I said, you know, I asked the question, I said, do, do you not have a desire to be in ministry? And he was like, well, he said, you know, I, I went to a meeting one time. It was a big meeting. We'd been there in revival for seven or ten days. And, you know, he said, we're all younger. And he said, you know, the, the evangelist called me out, and I, I went up. And uh, the word over my life was that I was going to, I, I was going to fund the kingdom of God. And, you know, and I was going to be involved in ministry. He said, so what I did with that word for, for a matter of like a couple years was like, I'm going to be an evangelist. I'm going to be like him. I'm, I'm going to be like him. But the word was, you're going to fund the kingdom, and you're, you're going to be doing the, the, the working of ministry. And uh, he said, so I, I struggled with that for a long time. And he said, well, I thought about going to Bible school. I thought about doing this. I thought about taking the steps here and doing all this stuff. And he said, but in my spirit, I, it, not, it didn't feel right. Something didn't feel right because it was like, I, 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 it wasn't making sense. Well, then he meets his wife. And his wife has a heart to, to be in ministry. She has a, that's her, that's her plan. She, she wants to be in ministry. And here, here later on, turn, turn down the, turn this back, turn this forward a little bit. Now, his wife is now serving as, as an administrator over a major ministry. And guess what he's doing? He's funding the kingdom of God. Because he found his divine connection. He found his divine purpose. And, he, you know, and I remember him telling me, he was like, the, the Lord has called me to, to fund the kingdom. And he said, I mentor people. I do this. I do that. And he found the place where he needed to be. So it's, it's, you have to understand, sometimes we think the calling of God is 100% you know, pulpit ministry. That's not the case. I know my wife and I, we served in a variety of different roles before we ever, ever got to this place. And even at this place, we're like, oh boy, you know, so much to learn, so much to, you know, so much to, to, to draw from, amen? And um, so you have to understand, you know, when you begin to hear God, you begin to hear Him, you, you feel that pressing to do this or to do that. You know, make sure you're clearly plugging in and getting the direction from the Lord in what it is He's called you to do, amen? What, what purpose He's called you to do. If you're born again, know that, you, know that you're, called, you're called as a Christian. Everybody's been given the ministry of reconciliation, so that basically means that we all are ministers, amen? That you and I both, we're, we're all ministers. We all 
should minister and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not just the pastor's job. Amen. That's another message for another day. But it's the church, the body's job to be able to minister to the community. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to go through three things here real quick. Amen. And uh, point number one. So if, you're, uh, if you want to take notes, you can. Some of you are, I see. Amen. I put myself on a timer. Just I needed to know. So it's not that I'm like pay attention to a clock necessarily. So, um, so point number one, you have to understand seeking. Seeking direction is a lifelong commitment. It never ends. At the point you feel like you've arrived at something, there will always be another challenge. There will always be another level that you can go to. So I, I want to share with you, you know, you, you may feel like, hey, I figured this out. I, you know, I remember at one point when uh, early on in our ministry, um, somebody had, um, some, you know, we, we needed some finances to come in, and, uh, and, and they actually did. It was what we were believing for, and, and it, was, it was significant because we needed that to come in to take care of stuff. I mean, it was just, and I remember at that point, if, you know, it was like I was just like so thankful and, and my eyes got so focused on, on thanking, what, thanking the person for what they had done. And, the, you know, the person reminded me, Pastor, that's nothing. It's nothing what God's, God's, God's able to do, what, what, God, what, what God can actually do for you. And, you know, and it checked me ne- never to get hung up on, never to get hung up on, you know, pursuing Vision, pursuing direction, pursuing God, having a heart for the Father, never to stop at any one level. So you have to understand that, you know, direction in life, you, you should be in a place where you set yourself up to receive it at all times. You know, how, how often should we get direction? Every day, I believe that. Every day, think about it. Every day, you know, getting direction from the Lord. You know, talk to the Lord. Should, should you, you know, should I pray with this person today? Should I, should, you know, Lord, should I have this, you know, Lord, you know, uh, you know I pray for encounters every day, Lord. You know, you know, Lord, meet me right here. You know, think about it. That if you're getting your plan from the throne room of God every day, would your life look a little differently? Rather than waking up, you know, you're late for work, you're trying to hustle out the door, you, you forgot one shoe and you're walking, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, having a divine plan, having a divine strategy. So you have to understand, seeking the Lord is a lifelong commitment. You know, you, you'll never get to a place where you figured it all out. You know, and life without direction, I promise you, will be a frustration. You will grow frustrated. You will get frustrated if you don't actually have direction in your life. Psalms 37, uh, 3 and 4. I'm going to give you just a few scriptures, and you can write these down. It says, trust the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. I love that. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So think about it. God wants to give you a plan. He, he, he want, he's, his ways are higher than my ways. Let me take it back. His ways are higher than my ways. God wants, he wants me to connect to him. He's, he's not up there with an iron rod. You know, he's, he's not up there doing that. He's wanting that connection with you and, you, and, you and I here on earth so he can get things to you. Amen. Isn't God good? But so, sometimes we miss that. We don't understand. That's what God's wanting to do. He's wanting to put things in our hands so that our lives will be prosperous here, so that we can be a blessing to other people here. That's what God's wanting to do. 
He's wanting to do that with each and every one of us. Trust in what? Trust in the Lord. You know, trust in the Lord. You know, listen, if you start traveling down the wrong road, you, you, you know, position yourself to get, get off of that road. I mean, you know, th- that road can be bumpy. It, you, you can hit some bumps. The next thing you know, it's taking you out of your calling. Guess what you're doing? You're going to third. You, you, oh, I'm going around second. I'm coming. I went all the way home, but I went backwards. And, you know, that, that's not what God has destined for you. He's not destined you to go, to, to go the hard way. You know, some people think that hard lessons in life are, 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 you know, well, it's just meant to teach. You know, there are lessons in life that teach you. But listen, I'm going to tell you tonight, they don't have to be hard. Everybody thinks everything has to be hard. God wanting to prosper you doesn't have to be hard. McDonald's in Parkersburg was hiring people at $21 an hour. Give me a break. $21 an hour. Life's not hard. We make it hard. A $21 an hour McDonald's job. That's, that's pretty, pretty amazing. I, I drive to Parkersburg for work night shift at McDonald's. Amen. Hour and a half drive away. But I want you to understand something. Divine direction is required, is required to succeed. You need direction. You need vision. You need to get a vision. You need to get goals. But you have to get direction. And how you do that is you, you plug in. You plug, you plug into the Word of God. You see what the Word of God... You know, look up the word success. Cross-reference that with the Bible. See what the Bible says about success. Think, begin, begin to see the Word of God as your source of advancing you. you know, some people don't see the Word of God. They see the Word of God as a... It's condemning. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's this way, you know. And then people want to get, they get the Old Testament confused with the New Testament. We know God, he was killing people and everything over here. And, you know, and it, you know they don't understand the Old Covenant. My dad was like that. Hey, I don't understand why God would wipe out a whole nation, you know. Well, that's not fair. That's not right. And we're like, well, that's in the Old Testament. And, you know, and my dad just didn't, he couldn't understand that. But you see what people get hung up on? They get hung up on, on God not wanting to connect with them at any level. So they put God over here on the shelf and, and or, or they begin to make or, or the other thing is or they begin to make up other gods, other things, other idols that they choose to worship. Idolatry, which that's very dangerous. It's very dangerous for the church. And people will even do that. Point number two. And this is the big one, because you, you, you want if you want direction in life, you have to please understand this is not meant to be hard. But you have to receive instruction. And that's the one area a lot of times we think, you know, people will say some really silly things about God. Well, I have my own relationship with God. Every, everybody has their own, their own thing with God. You know, I talk to God the way I want to talk to God. And, you know, you talk to God the way that you want to talk to God. I, anybody, you know what I'm talking about? Nobody can tell me how I how my relationship should be with the God, you you know because I, I this this is how I worship at the beach every Sunday. You know wh- what do you do with your tithe and offering? What you throw it in the sea? What you know, you know what what, <laughs> you know, uh, that was that was actually funny. I'm thinking about that. So I'd have been a good comeback for that guy. So anyway, y- you know, <sighs> you have to be in a place of where you're setting yourself up to receive instruction. To receive instruction 
Listen, from God, you need instruction from the Lord. Where do you find instruction from the Lord? You find it in the word of God. We've been strong on this this year. You know, talking about the importance of you having the word of God in, in your life. You know, sowing it into your kid's life. I'm, I'm so thankful you guys do what you do with your kids. It shows because the word bleeds out of them. Amen. And that, that's, that's a great thing. You know, but you're, you're sowing the word of God. You're giving, you're, giving, you're, you're, you're giving instruction to your children. Proverbs 8.33, I'm going to give you a few scriptures. Proverbs 8.33 says, Hear instruction and be wise and do not disdain it. So hear instruction. Listen, listen hear and receive instruction. And this is where a lot of people, they, they get off the bus. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Right? Guys, listen, I, you know, I, I pastored for, a few, you know, not, not a long time. I, 10 years is not a long time. But I have heard a, people say a lot of things. You know, who, who are you? I'm, I'm I, really, I, you know, God's called me to be a pastor. Amen. That's my role. But who are you to tell me what to do, what, how to be, whatever? And, you know, and people will respond that way. And a lot of times there's, there's this rebellious type spirit with people. And that's one of the things that you have to recognize that God has called us to break through with people. And I'm going to tell you, don't be the rebellious type. Amen. And I don't feel like that's, that's necessarily a problem in our church. But you have to guard against those things in life. You have to guard against those things that rise up in you, you know, those things of pride. And you've got to be able to snip those things off. Even when, even when you hear the word ministered, you know, sometimes it'd be, ow, you know, that, uh, you know, or, you know, dealing with an offense, you know, tying a lot of this back together. And I will here in another week or two. But you have to guard against offenses because what, what happens is you won't receive instruction when you're offended. You, you, especially if you're offended with the pastor, you won't receive anything from him. You, you won't receive anything from him. You know, oftentimes in churches, too, you know, when people get mad or get offended, the first thing they do is they quit tithing. I'll just show them. They're not showing anybody anything. The blessing is yours. It's, it's, God, it's God's way of blessing you. It, it has nothing to do with the pastor or the preacher. And that, but that's what happens. People withdraw. They get offended. They get hurt. They quit giving. And then they sit in church like this. Impress me, Pastor. You know, anyway, <laughs> I'm having fun tonight. But you have to understand direction. Direction comes from instruction. So you have to set yourself up to receive instruction. Proverbs 4.13, it says, Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. So you, you've got to value instruction. You, you've got to value instruction. You know, when I get with certain people, I get with, you know, spiritual fathers, I ask questions and I listen. I don't try to overtalk them. I don't talk about, you know, yeah, we had 60 people this week. Oh, that's good. We had 6,000. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to compare myself with anybody. Amen? Well, you know, I did this in the Lord. and I met, You know, you got to control yourself. Listen. Listen and receive instruction. Amen. It's, it's a big thing in the kingdom of God if we set ourselves up to be able to receive instruction. Take fast hold of instruction. Proverbs 14. Let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. So, we're, we're, you know, when instruction is a part of life. Don't think you know everything. I. I'll be the first to say, I've got, I've got a lot to learn in my life. Amen? I, I've got things that I'm trying, trying to grow in now. Amen? 
So, you know, the, and clearly that's one of the things in seeking direction. You have to understand that once you arrive at something in faith, God wants to keep promoting you to another level. Amen. He wants you to figure the next thing out. Amen. That's why once you receive something in faith, don't quit. Don't quit. I got my miracle, got my breakthrough. You know, when that lady called me, it was when I needed what I needed. I could have just, you know, because in my mind, I'm relieved. I'm relieved that my miracle has came. And I, now I feel like I can relax. But see, no, no, no. We're not supposed to relax when it happens. We're now supposed to keep moving to another level. Amen. We keep receiving the things of God. Okay, now I'm ready for the next instruction. I'm going, around, I'm going to hit first and I'm going around second. I'm going the right way because I'm setting myself up to receive instruction, divine instruction from heaven. See, God, get this, God wants to connect with you. If you've never heard that before, please understand, God truly wants to connect with you, each and every one of you, in a very special way. Jeremiah 29, 11, for, for I know the plans I have for you. God has a plan for you. So you have to determine in your heart, God has a plan for me. This is my plan. My plan is not, to, is not to be of lack. My plan is not to be going backwards in faith. My plan is to move forward in faith. Amen? L listen, you, you sh we should never stay at the same place. We should, never, we should be moving from level to level. We should never stay at the same place. And I believe even in this house, God's going to give people great instruction. You know, to, to build a, a great church here. <laughs> I, I believe that, that we'll see that in north central West Virginia. That God will, will do that. And he's going to give people the instruction. He's going to give he's going to begin to equip the people with vision. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the reasons why people, you know, get frustrated sometimes, they see the vision, but they never get the plan. And, you, you know, one of the things you, you have to you, you have to guard against this, you have to guard against, well, I seen so and so do it this way. Just because so and so did it that way doesn't mean that's the way God wants to give it to you. It, it, you know, just because, you know, Lester Summerall did this, you can learn from that. You, you can glean from that. You need spiritual fathers. You, you, we, we all need spiritual fathers and mothers. Amen. You need that. that add to this. That's where you get instruction. People that get to this place, well, you know, I just like to keep to myself. I don't like anybody speaking to my life. You're, you're making a huge mistake. You need somebody speaking into your life. You need somebody that, that can hold you accountable. Amen. That's, that, those are important virtues to have in life because those are the things that elevate you. Those that are things that take you to another level. You think about Elijah and Elisha. What did he do? He sat under him and he served him. If he needed food, he got him food. If he needed something carried, he carried it. Instruction. He was receiving instruction. And then guess what happened? You know, that the day Elijah got taken out of here, he walked in double what he had. Why? Because he was willing to be in a place of receiving instruction. Paul and Timothy, the same thing. You know, mentorship is so critical in the body of Christ. But you know what happens? The enemy comes in and divides people. You don't need to listen to that person. And then you know what happens is people start getting 10 or 15, 20 people speaking into their life. Well, you should do this and you should do that. No, what's the Lord telling you to do? What are you receiving from the Lord? Because you... you, I, you <laughs> You, you, you have to guard those things because people can speak this and speak that. I got another prophetic word. Well, it's similar to this, but it's this. And so at the end of the day, you've got a bag full of prophetic words. Which one do I go? Well, what's the Lord speaking to you? What's, what's the Lord telling you? You know, sometimes people can hang on to a prophetic word for, for years. 
for years. I, I had this word back in 1972. You know, if, you've, if it's been 30 years, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't words in the future that don't come to pass. But I would forget something, even in three to five years, more than likely. I, we've got some recordings, and I do go back and listen to them. And I'm thankful sometimes. Yeah, that's happening. Amen? And there's some words right now that I feel like I'm walking out. Amen? But you understand, you have to get instruction from the Lord. You have to hear from the Lord yourself. Don't wait and depend upon everybody to just give you something from the Lord. Because, see, the, the, the instruction from the Lord, it's not going to be critical. It's not going to be prideful. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be just about you. You. The instruction from the Lord is always going to be about, oftentimes, you, you know, you working with people, helping people. That was the life of Jesus. Amen. There was no greater prophet, no greater teacher than Jesus. So we have an example set before us, right? We have that set before us. But divine direction does come from instruction. You don't have mentors in your life. You know, you, you need them. You, you need people in your life that, that you will allow to speak into your life. It's, it's, it's critical. And, and make sure it lines up with your theology. If you've got people speaking into your life that... I, listen, if you have people speaking into your life that don't value the covenants God has set, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Because their ways aren't higher than God's. I promise you that. God set covenants before us. He set covenants for us to follow. So if it's, if it's against the word of God, don't listen to them. Don't allow people to speak into your life like that. I know that sounds hard, and I'm not trying to be hard tonight, but, but things like that get in my spirit. Because we have, to value, that we have to value the word of God. We have to value the importance of instruction in our life. And some, you know, you know, you know, while I'm on it, you know, if people talk about other ministries, I told my wife this the other day, leave it alone. There's wisdom in that. There is so much wisdom in valuing God over, over man. If somebody wants to start talking about this ministry or that person or that pastor, please leave it alone. You, will, you, you can bring such harm on yourself. And, you know, 10 years, I have seen it. More, more, than, I, more than I want to admit. And, and, and I've seen things happen that I, 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 don't, I, couldn't, I can't even talk about. We can't even talk about it. You know, because it, it's... So set yourself up to receive instruction. Amen? You know, I, I think about it in Acts chapter 8. Flip your Bibles there real quick. Because, see, e even people, they'll, they'll make this mistake in sometimes thinking, thinking that they can pay, Acts chapter 8. They, they think that they can pay for instruction. You know, and, and they, 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 can, they can pay for the power of God. They can pray for the, the gifts of the Spirit. You, you, you can't. You can't pay. Acts 8, 17. The Lord drew me to that today. Acts 8, 8, 17, it says, are you guys there with me? It says, then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was giving at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also the ability so that everyone on whom I lay, lay my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. And, you know, and I, you know he, he's, he's trying to skip ahead. 
I want this power. I just want to pay for it. I, I, I want to walk in the miracles of God. I, I don't want to receive instruction. I just want to pay for it. I just want to, I want to go to the top. And unfortunately, that's what happens in politics a lot of times. People just buy their way because they have money. They, 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 they use money you know, to, to, to use it as an influence, money to advance their own purpose. But see, it doesn't work that way in the kingdom of God. It's important that you establish yourself to receive instruction. Amen? So you can't, you can't pay for it. You can't pay for godly instruction. You can't pay, you can't pay for that. You, you, you can't, you know, you know if you're going to bless somebody, I'm going to give you another, another one. If you're going to bless somebody, just bless them. Don't, you, you know, don't, well, hey, you know, I just, pastor, come here, or, you know, minister, I, you know, I just, you know, let your giving be done in secret, the Bible says. If you want to be a blessing to somebody, be a blessing to someone. You know, D- don't, don't just, you know, anyway, it's just there's wisdom in it, amen? Because, you know, you're, you're blessed when you give. You're, you're, you're truly blessed when you give. But if you're doing it to get the attention of man, you're missing God's purpose. And I, you can miss your blessing. You know, I give that person this much money and, you know, hope they, hope they know, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe when I go to their church, they'll let me speak sometime or, you know, maybe <laughs> you think I'm joking, don't you? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe if I go here, they'll let me do this or do that. You no, know, you let your giving let let your giving be purposed from what God ha- how God has instructed you to give. Amen. Give it give it give it attention to God's instruction of the Word of God. You need the Word of God. You need the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen. You need the Holy Spirit to, to direct you and guide you and give you and give you instruction. Amen. Don't you know? And I, we always tell people write things down. You know, I, you know, Miranda was preaching the other night, Sunday night, and I, I started taking notes because it was like there were things that were getting deposited in my spirit. Didn't have necessarily everything to do with that, but but I'm getting some instruction. The Lord gave me instruction, you know, four or five days ago about. Okay, we're going to start. We need to move into a place where we're, where we're going to begin to raise money to, to build a building. And I love being debt free. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't. Amen. Isn't God good? I love being debt free. So, so God began to give me some strategy around how to begin the process of moving this church into another building. Amen. And, it, and I was like, well, thank you, Jesus. Because I didn't have it. I didn't have that instruction, but he began to lay that instruction out to me. I was like, okay, thank you, Lord. So anyway, that'll come later. Third point, third point. Third point. And this is where I'm going to go even Sunday, but it, it's important you understand this. It's, it's your birthright. You're, you're, you're born. The Bible t- says that when you're born again, you become a new creature in Christ. The old, the old things have passed and the new has come. So you, you, you now, as a child of God, you 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 you're now you're now birthed into a whole whole nother world with a lot of cool stuff. That's probably not the right way to say that, but there's a lot of neat things that 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 are now a part of this birthright that you have. You know that in salvation you have healing. Amen. Anybody, anybody ever been healed? So that's part of your package. You ever, you ever you ever you ever you ever been blessed? Amen. You ever been? Amen. That's a part of the package. Amen. You ever lead somebody to the Lord? 
Hey, that's a part of the package, amen? Leading, leading someone to the Lord is a part of the package. You know, how's it, how's it make you feel when you lead somebody to the Lord? Oh, my, you're on a high. It's the best high, amen? It's, it's the best high when you share the gospel with someone. And, you know, even when someone doesn't receive Jesus, hey, you know, I, I still get on a high, amen? Because the word is being shared. Jesus' name is being shared. But you have to understand, if you want to, you know, this divine direction that God wants you to walk in, you know, is, is a birthright. You, you actually have access to it. And a lot of people, they struggle with this. They struggle thinking that God's up there. He's a hard God. He's not fair. You know, I've had this happen in my life. You know, listen, we've all had some crappy stuff happen in our lives. Amen? So, but you know, maybe you haven't. I, I, I have. Maybe some of you haven't. But I've had some things happen in my life. I don't hang on to what, what has happened. I press towards. I, I keep working. Amen? Just like Paul. I'm running the race. To see my life change. To see it transform. I'm not stuck back here going to third base. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to remember that forever now. But, but I, I'm going to run my race moving forward. Taking steps of faith. Amen. I'm not, I'm not holding on to the old me. But see, the, your, your birthright. You know, in your birthright, God now opens things up and He gives you direction. And a lot of people are, well, I'm stuck in, I'm stuck in vision. No, you don't just get stuck in a goal or a vision. Hear from God direction. Hear from God what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Amen. I know, you know, even like ministerly, you know, even when you shared that with me, I was just like, you know, it's like praise God. I'm not going into all that, but, but it's like divine instruction. He said, you know, the Lord just, I, I started talking to the Lord today, and the Lord was just like, you know, I just started writing because it was download, download. And, you know, that, I want to say prayer and fasting, that, that can happen. You know, don't, don't pray and fast and don't expect, expect God to reveal things to you. Don't come, you know, you might as well eat. You, you might as well eat. You know, there's breakthrough in prayer and fasting, though. You know, when God's speaking, you know, Daniel didn't get his answer until 21 days. If he had got it day two, we'd have called it a two-day Daniel fast. But now we, we fast every beginning part of the year, 21 days, because Daniel didn't get his answer. God heard, first heard the prayer, right? He heard it, but it took 21 days to come back. But it could have been, well, we're on the two-day Daniel fast. We're going to eat nuts and berries and Cheerios. So, anyway. We're going to teach on fasting so everybody knows as we go into a new year about fasting. So, uh, we will do that and take some time because it's important you understand. You know, we're not fasting Facebook. We're not fasting TV. That's not what a fast is. So, unfortunately, there's... A generation of people think that's what fast. Well, our teenagers, they got to fast. You know, our, our kids fast. You know, 8, 9, 10 years old, they fast. Teach kids this stuff. Don't, don't forgo these things. In the Bible, the animals fasted. Our animals aren't going to eat for three days. Nobody eats for three days. And it turned a whole nation around. It turned a whole nation around. But, but see, that, that's a divine instruction. That's an instruction you receive from the Lord. When the Lord tells you to fast, you should fast. You know? You don't, and you don't walk into a room, I'm, I'm just, hey, I'm fasting, just in case you, you know. You know, because you know, that's what people do. You know, somebody want to share something with you. No, I can't eat right now. I'm, you know, you know, you know, it's. It's January, right? You know, our church is, has called this, you know, you know what I mean? You know what that is, right? You know? I, I'm not doing the Daniel fast because my pastor doesn't believe in the Daniel fast. So, 
he's making us fast everything, you know. We just water is all we're allowed to have, water and bread. So it's like prison at that church. So anyway, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm having a good time tonight. Whether you guys are or not, I am. So praise God. <laughs> but it but it is. You know, fasting is a divine, it's a it's divine instruction from God. But why why does he want you to do it? It's so that he can get things to you. It's so that when you're praying, when you're praying, when you're when you're pressed in and you're praying, it's so that God can release things to you. Amen. I mean, people people think God's not there. He is there. Amen. God cares about us. Amen. He loves us. He loves us so much. But it is your birthright. Isaiah 48, 17. Write the scripture down. Just flip your Bible there real quick. This is a great scripture to remember. Isaiah 48, 17. Isaiah 48, 17, it says, This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God, who teaches you what is, be teaches you what is best for you. This is NIV. Who directs you in the ways you should go. So we have a God who directs us in the way that we should go. Amen? We, we, we have a God who directs us in the ways that we should go. And this is what you have access to. You, your, your birthright. You, you, in your birthright, as a new, new believer and as a born-again believer, you have access to God. I'll get more into that on Sunday because, I, 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 you know, th that's a real revelation. Your birthright, that you're born again. Amen? The moment you give your life to God, you now have access. When you receive him, you, you, you receive Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. You receive him. You know how access to God. Pastor, what if I sin? You need to quit sinning. You, you, you know, well, Pastor, you know, don't we always sin? Don't we sin every day? No. No. Are, are, is, I mean, think about it. Are you the same now as you were when you first got saved? No. Could you imagine coming? Could you imagine all of us coming here like, Messed up like we were when we first, you know, before we, you know, when we first got saved. Could you, we'd all look at you and say, what in the world? You look rough. Pastor Brad, your eyes, man, they, they're all jacked up, huh? You know, think about it. If we were all in the same place that we were when we got saved, well, likely none of us would be here. I'd be dead. I mean, so, I mean, I could think of some of you guys saying, yeah, me too, you know, so. But, but think about it. God does want to change us because, see, we set ourselves up to receive instruction from God. So my, my, I'm, I'm moving. My birthright, this birthright thing, I'm pulling it down. Amen. I'm, I'm accessing what God says I can access. Amen. Isn't God good like that? Amen. Man, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm thankful I'm not where I was. Amen. Aren't you? I know I am. Praise God. But it's your birthright. Amen. It's your birthright. Psalms 32, 8, it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the ways you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. God is committed. He's committed to you. You know, he, he first loved me. We sing that song tonight. He's committed to you. 
He, God is truly committed to you. You're the apple of his eye. Amen. He is committed to you. He wants to get good things to you. Well, Lord, it's, you know, Pastor, it's not happening. You know, I've been waiting. I got this. I got that. You know, this, you know. You know, listen, if you're waiting on something, don't quit living and don't quit believing. Don't hang everything up if this doesn't happen. Don't, you know, don't try to make deals with God. If God, if you don't do this, I'm not going to don't do that. You keep living. You keep operating in faith. You keep moving in faith. And, you know, you're waiting on something over here. You put that right there. And you thank God every day. God, I thank you that that's going to come to pass in Jesus' mighty name. And then you go on living. And you, and you keep believing God. You keep setting yourself up for, for instruction from the Lord. You know, don't, don't, don't just sell yourself down the road. Well, this one thing didn't happen, so everything hangs on this one thing. You know, it, it's, what the, it's what the enemy loves to do. He loves to mess with people like, well, that one thing's not happening. You know, he gets in your ear. He gets in your ear. He starts, to, he starts talking to you. He starts telling you stuff. You start, you start hearing this stuff. Yeah, God doesn't love me. Though yet, God, you know, God, God put you in a brand new house, but you're believing over here for, for this. Well, I don't believe in God because God, you know, you know, people, you know, you know, God moves in a big way over here, but this one thing didn't happen. Well, you know, God didn't do this. God didn't do that. Well, I got my own job. God didn't get my job. You know, they, they, then they start taking credit for it. They start taking credit for everything that begins to happen. Well, you know, I did this. I did that. Guess what happens? It turns into idolatry. They start worshiping themselves. Now, now enters pride. Now, now enters a spirit. And you're giving way to that spirit and not giving credit to God. So what do you do? What do you do when you're waiting on something? You wait, you stand, you stand firm. You don't go back to third. You don't go, you don't round the bases. You 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 stand right at home plate until that until you can hit the hit the ball. Until that thing moves. And you keep standing. And you keep standing. Amen. You know why? It's because it's your birthright. It's a place where you can be, and it's a place where you have access to God to be able to ask. 21 days, Daniel waited. He waited for a release. And when that came, he, he, he got the answer that he, that he needed. You know, three-day fast with Jehoshaphat. Three days. The whole nation was spared. Esther, three days. People don't, they, people don't understand. The power of prayer and fasting is, is, is simply amazing. You know, your enemies, your enemies can be scattered in a matter of three days. Amen. Well, Pastor, I don't have any enemies. The devil's your enemy. You know, he is an enemy. Amen. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Your enemies will be scattered. Every demon, every, every foul spirit can go back to hell. Amen. And stand at the gates of the abyss to wait for that puppy to be open. And they're all thrown in it. Amen. Command them to go. That's my enemy. The devil's my enemy. You got to, I mean, and you have to talk that way. Because, see, that's the instruction from the Lord. You know, you, 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 you command it, you tell it to go. You don't have to argue with spirits. You don't have to argue with the devil. Jesus didn't do it. He used the word of God. He used the word of God. In Luke 4, he used the word of God. Well, if you're the son of God, throw yourself off this mountain. See if angels won't catch you. I mean, you know, 
See, that's what the devil does. The devil wants to come in. He wants to. He, <laughs> you're laughing, aren't you? Wasn't quite all right. So, but uh, but you know that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to come in and deceive. He wants to come in and just lie to you. But see, my birthright says something different. I'm a child of God. I serve the King, the Most High God. I don't serve a devil or devils. I don't serve a spirit. I command the spirit out of my life. I take control of my life. I set myself up to receive instruction from God. I don't listen to what everybody's saying. I don't take counsel from people that aren't godly. You've got you've to determine in your spirit, this is where I draw my line. I'm not going to take counsel from people that talk about people. Because what will happen, you'll start talking about people. You'll, you'll, fo you know, it, you'll follow along. With whatever, whatever you're around, you'll follow along. People talk this way, you'll start talking that way. Be the head and not the tail. And see what the head does. The head, you know, what the head does is that, you know, it, 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 it will never look like the tail. The head will say, no, nope, this is where I'm headed. This is where I'm going. I've got divine direction. I've got divine instruction from God. Amen. Amen. When I, when I need counsel, I go get counsel. You know? I haven't always known how to get counsel from people. And um, you know, I'm thankful that I've had some people come into my life now. I mean, you know, when you're a missionary and, you know, you're making big moves for God, I, I know some of you guys have done that in here. I mean, you can get to a place and be like, where's God? <laughs> where's God in this? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. How are we going to? Oh, boy. But you, but, you know, this is it. Don't run to third. You stand. You, 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 you know, you wait until you receive other instruction. You, you wait until you receive something from God. Amen? You, you, you don't make hasty decisions. Don't make emotional decisions. Emotional decisions is, is probably 90% of what, what takes people out of church half the time. Emotional decisions. I feel this way. Doesn't matter what you feel. Does it line up with the Word of God? That does it true? That your feelings do they line up with the Word of God? Well, I think that I'm not asking what you think or what you feel. Does it line up with the Word of God? If you have an issue with someone, what do you do? You go to that person. You don't share it with 25 other people because you're, you, if you do, you're wrong. <laughs> It's what the Word says. It's not what Pastor Brad says. It's what the Word of God says. You, you, you get in it with, with people. You see the Word of God. You value what the Word says. Seek counsel. It's important. It's important. And, you, know, I've had to, you know, I've had that happen this week, and, you know, it's, and it's good. You know, it's, it's good. God, God, God is such a good God. But, you know, but, but why, why it's so important is so that offense doesn't come. Because once offense begins to happen, once that stuff begins to set in, you're not going to receive from God. You're not going to receive instruction. And you know, th this is the danger of part because people, still, people will think that they're hearing from God. And then, and then they're led down a, a bunny trail. They're led completely away from, well, I'm still doing this. I'm still doing that. You know, there was a guy in Hawaii one time. Man, I, it broke my heart. Got completely off track. And, you know, and honestly, a lot of great potential. 
but, but got completely off track. And when he got off track, I'm still a Christian. I'm still this, but I'm going to condemn everybody. They're all going to burn in hell. You know, brother, that's not the right message. You're not taking anybody with you. You, you were a sinner, hardcore sinner, drug dealer. And now you want to come here and, and you want to rip people like this? Man, no. You better love some people. Amen. Divine instruction. You need that. Amen. You need it from the Lord. How are you going to run your race? I'll close with this. Go ahead and stand. How are you going to run your race? The race of life that you're running? Set yourself up to receive from God. Know that it's your birthright. Know that you have access to the kingdom of God. Amen. Know that today you can access Him. What do you need to happen in your life? Ask. The Bible's very, you know, very open. Ask. Ask, ask the Lord. And when you receive it, the Bible doesn't say you have to quit asking. Got my miracle. Wait another 20 years before I'm going to move. No, I got my, no. He's a God of breakthrough, amen? He's a God of breakthrough. You guys know that song? Yeah, one day, huh? Praise God. Praise God. Anything? You're like, no, not right now. No. <laughs> well, I love you guys. And uh, set yourself up to receive. Amen. God loves you. Let's raise your hands tonight. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the word. Father, I pray, Lord, even tonight, as, uh, as we see instruction, uh, divine instruction from heaven, um, Father, I pray that, Lord, that you know, we accomplish everything that you've called us to, to walk in. But, Lord, especially, Lord, that if there are things that, uh, that keep us from receiving divine instruction, Father, I pray, Lord, even show us those things. Show us the, the ways that we need to walk in. Father, even tonight, I pray, Lord, for uh, courage and boldness, Lord, to come upon your people. And, Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for mentors. I thank you, Lord, for placing people with godly people. And, Father, I pray, Lord, even tonight, I pray for the anointing of God to come upon every person here tonight. And, Lord, that they be strong, bold, and courageous in everything that you've called them to. And, Lord, I thank you for the many things that you've blessed us with. Lord, I thank you, Father, for our, 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 uh, our you know, even just uh, the Bible says that we're new creatures in Christ when we get saved. So, Father, I'm thankful and grateful that, Lord, that we are brand new in Christ. So, Father, bless your church. Bless this congregation tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God.